Oh, folks. I, I can't even tell you how thrilled I am. Thrilled's not the right word. Self-punishing, this is. That I get to re-record this episode with my my dear friend Lindsay. Lindsay, Hi, say everyone. hello so no one knows I'm they don't think I'm talking I, to myself. I am I am here. <laughs> okay. I am technically here. I'm gonna let you rant on this I, one though. <laughs> dude, I okay, so I God damn it. <laughs> Just <laughs> we had this recorded and for some stupid reason, probably my own technical ineptitudes, uh it got messed I up. Don't know. We ended up just recording me talking on both Lindsay's track and my track. So when I went to edit, it was just an Echo City nonsense fest. So yeah. here we are talking about what I can only describe as my least favorite Disney movie of the era. Uh, we're talking about <laughs> Bambi today. Uh, again. Scott is so pissed. Dude, dude I am. <laughs> so I mad just, that we uh, have to do this again. <laughs> oh my god. I think, you know what, honestly though, it's like, it's a blessing in disguise because um, <laughs> we got a lot of our questions answered from the first one. From the, the first episode that we were just like, what the fuck is going on yeah, here? Yeah, after the fact. After yeah. we recorded. Which I will explain in detail when we get there. Please do, um, because I refuse to watch the sequel. I'm kind of stoked. Yeah, I, folks, I went back and watched the sequel after the original recording of this, and I'm actually not sorry that we have to do this again, and Scott's oh super I'm sorry just... that we have to do it again. So we're on totally different pages today, and I love it because I am a little bit of a Bambi apologist, and I'm not sure that this movie deserves that. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad that you're riled up today, Scott, because I, I, think, I think Bambi deserves that, and it's not going to get it from me. So we need somebody well, to step up. Good, because I still stand by what I said originally. This movie is the Seinfeld of Disney movies. There is no, there is no point to this movie. <laughs> it's about nothing. It's about nothing. And I, It is. God damn it. Okay, I'm going to just get into it. <laughs> Fuck. All right. So, yeah, let's let's do this one more time. One more time for real. What is it they say in Into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> oh, one more time. Here we go. From one the more beginning. time. One more time from the beginning. Here we go. <laughs> the year is 1942. So, the the world is 3 years into World War II. The Bambi goes into production before the start of the war, like all of the Golden Age films, and we're going to talk next time about what happens when we move into the wartime films. Um, so Roosevelt's president, the Oscar winner is How Green Was My Valley and somehow not Casablanca. So Yeah, I still I'm never going to understand that. I really, this was another one, like, when we talked about Gone with the Wind, I'm like, am I stupid? Like, does somebody yeah. need to, other than me, Google this? Like, am I wrong <laughs> about who won the Oscar in 1942? I no, can't imagine I, I am. Yeah, I looked it up just to make Thank sure. You. Thank yeah. you. Because I wondered whether I was being an asshole, but it turns out <laughs> Casablanca didn't win the Oscar, which, okay, uh, so that... <laughs> Whatever, America, you got what you wanted. My note says hashtag Oscar so dumb. Yeah. So I, that's where I'm at. Like, <laughs> like, just, all right. So moving on from that. Um, but where we sit in the timeline here. So we did Tempad right on past Dumbo. So yeah. this is the fifth movie in the Disney timeline right after Dumbo. And it is the last movie of Disney's golden age and, and the kind of classic age here. So it comes right before Saludos Amigos, which is the first film of the wartime era. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that next time. We are going to cover one film from the wartime um, and then temp pad up onto the Silver Age. So mm. 
I know. So that's yeah. where we're at. We're at the end of the golden age, guys. This is this is it for these original Disney movies. Um, and if anybody's asking, like at home, if it is your favorite movie, I, honestly, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> we're we're skipping Dumbo, and if you need to ask why, I just we're not even. I'm I thought done. you meant Bambi. For no, a I don't like, give a that's shit. That's how about hard Bambi, you're gonna like, rail on it. I am. Your like, favorite movie. It's yeah, if Bambi you. is your favorite movie, please. Please, I'm begging you to hit me up and tell me why it's your favorite movie. <laughs> I can't, well, and we'll have like our social media stuff at the end of the podcast. So if you do want to like tear me apart online, I welcome it. Please, God, just know that I, you're, you will not hurt me on this. This is the hill I will die on. That this. Movie I feel like is, you're really held back, like for my benefit. I kind of did in the first episode, and I'm like, <laughs> no, dude, get out there and and be real because I'm gonna talk some shit about the back half of the next movie so oh get so there, am i but that's totally fine i expected yeah. that shit but yeah i um, did not i was like what the fuck is this anyway yeah. let's talk about bambi this movie is the second shortest movie in the yeah. disney pantheon next to uh dumbo by nine next minutes. to dumbo by nine minutes yeah mm-hmm. and, and as as we said we are skipping right on past dumbo because fuck dumbo well what i think is really funny about this too is Dumbo or not Dumbo sorry god damn it dude see (laughs) I'm so pissed I don't even know who we're talking about like already (laughs) so (laughs) Fantasia to this day and I said it in the episode is the longest animated Walt Disney production at two hours and uh, four minutes I think it's really funny that we went from the longest one to arguably the shortest one um again we're you know whatever yeah but I think it's really funny and it shows a lot about <laughs> it just shows how worthlessly designed the plot of this movie is like normally yeah. you guys know by now like every time like we're gonna we're gonna break down the plot for you we're gonna talk about there's nothing in my notes about the plot summary it literally is just almost half of it is in caps and it's just a tirade of fucking dumb problems like, why is Flor- Flower never around? He's like, he's literally, he's not there. He's there to be introduced as the adorable little skunk who somehow doesn't have a family. Um, and then he shows up again when we explain the them coming into... Uh, oh, no, he comes in to explain hibernating, which, fun fact for you guys, if you're not zoologists, which I doubt any of you are, if you are, good for you. I still don't care. Is it, is um, it that skunks don't do that? Skunks don't hibernate. Yeah. No, they I don't. I thought that was so weird. Like, why is that in there? I think I want everyone listening to know that, like, typically it's me who just goes into, like, ridiculous detail and little nitpicks about the movie in my notes. And Scott usually has this really nice, like, opening yeah, description. Not, yeah. that, and this time it was just no. So I'm going to reverse our roles and say, Please, well, nothing happens in this movie. The plot summary of Bambi is, uh, God, it is kind of nothing. It's like Bambi is the prince of the forest. He exists. His mom dies. It's it's sad for like 30 seconds. And then we move immediately into everybody in the forest is super thirsty and mates off oh and God. gets a girlfriend. And then there's a fight at the end and Bambi's prince of the forest. And that's Bambi. And, and scene. See and how long theme. that took? Do you see how long that took? 
That's not even the spark notes. That's the full description of the movie. Fuck it's out of here. It's usually impossible for me to describe anything in that amount of time. Like my friends would be proud of me right now. That was that was good. So yeah, Bambi, was, really, there's yeah. nothing going on in Bambi. But but I can I I, I okay all right all right because I want to address this stuff with flower. So yeah, please. let's talk about this kind of circle of life section of the movie where Bambi is born and basically we're watching the Lion King with but with forest critters and we meet yeah. all the critters and and Thumper's there with his his little yeah, his rabbit family, family. you know they're dad. all there at the birth except his dad right notably absent um and then we meet we meet Flower separately and while I hear you I think it's worth noting that Flower's obviously older like he's yeah, not a little newborn animal like Flower's like Flower is an adolescent probably he's like a mm. teenager and he really like puts up with these guys right like bambi shows up and he's learning how to speak and he's running around and he's yeah. learning how to say bird and and flower and flowers like yeah you can call me flower whatever that's cute prince of the forest right so it's yeah. like flowers like he's already out there doing his own thing and he's also super cute and cuddly and i love flower and I I won't apologize for it. I'm like, no, there's a lot of Bambi apologies I'm gonna make that are not fine. warranted. But like, I love Flower. He's so funny. He, he didn't he do anything is. wrong. Like yeah. he does. He serves his purpose in the movie just by. He's just around. It's fine. It's like he's like the introvert of the friend group, and like Bambi's the new kid in town, and Flower's the introvert, and Thumper's the extrovert, and Thumper's like he just doesn't leave any room for anyone else to talk, and oh, Flower's older, and he's yeah. like, all right, fine. I, I actually empathize just, with that. That's actually a really good way of explaining it because Thumper is not with them ever. Like they even try to figure out what he's doing when he's snoozing in the snow. Um, or do you mean flower? Flower, not yeah. With them? Yeah. No, that's not, yeah, like he won't come out with them. Yeah, and he's just doing like, his own thing. Dude, he's trying to stream Halo. Get out of here. Like, it's because he's like 17 and these guys are toddlers. Yeah. Like, and they don't get it because we have the toddler's perspective. So we feel like he should be friends with them. You know what it is? Honestly, he is the babysitter's 12-year-old son yeah. that the little kids try to play with. And he's like, no, fuck you. Exactly. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. And maybe even it's like he's like a seven-year-old and they're all two or something. Yeah, they right? want to play like with Later, that Legos. age gap isn't going to be a big deal, but right now it's a lot. Like, it's... it's. I'm going to apologize for Flower all day long, but yeah. for more so than the rest of this movie. Honestly, I just love him. He's so precious. He is probably one of the only redeeming things that I feel is warranted in this movie. Like, he is. He's adorable. You guys are going to hear me say that a lot. Tail. Yeah, he snuggles with his tail. It's He's so super bashful. I thought he was more bashful than fucking bashful, than bashful. from Snow White. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he just, like, he's just mediocrely embarrassed for a couple seconds. And then he's like, oh, right, I got to sing this whole song. Ha, 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 ha. People don't sing in public okay. if they're bashful. That's full of shit. Like, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I'm like I'm Team Flower. I I am like okay. He's he's adorable. I'm turn you on this issue. Like, don't no, shit on Flower. I'm not shitting on Flower. <laughs> I'm shitting on the use of Flower. Like true, he. True. And again, this just like it's so hard for me to grasp onto his his importance or really anyone's importance because none of them do anything to move the ghost plot along. The ghost plot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of was going to say that, too. Like, in a movie that's, like, written and has a second act and, like, was finished by the people working on it, which Bambi is not, um, but in a, in a movie that was actually complete, 
Flower's sort of aloofness and his solidarity a little bit it would probably serve to emphasize the importance of the relationship between Thumper and Bambi, but they yeah. don't ever have any kind of like character development as a as a unit or anything. So, in, in again, in a movie that someone finished writing, that's probably where that was going. Yeah. But, it, but instead, it's Bambi. So in a not <laughs> cyberpunk world, which if anyone here is a gamer knows, cyberpunk was released totally unfinished i feel like bambi was released totally unfinished yeah except they i don't know we're gonna get there i have a lot to say about that and i want to spend most of our time there so so the only other thing i want to put on from like or point out from this kind of circle of life entry piece is um little april showers is is so great arguably the most well-known part of the movie yeah, and it's such a great Golden Age song, and it was in, like, I remember it was in my piano books when I was mm-hmm. a, a preteen or whatever, and had little Disney piano books, and it's just it's just so cute, and it's also, um, I'm getting this right, aren't I? It's, an, it's non-diegetic, because it's in the background. Yeah. That's so, the, because it's not them singing. Exactly, yeah. It's basically, and this is how I always took it as a kid, um... I always took it as it was nature singing mm-hmm. to them or like the, you know, the, the being or the entity of the, the rain. Yeah. Um, but yes. So this it's is another dark. example of Walt wanting music to speak for the movie. He actually originally felt like there was too much talking in Bambi, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. It's insane <laughs> to uh, think. Yeah, there's I, so little dialogue in this movie, and yeah, he thought it was too much. Yeah, and he really wanted this to be about. It's really about the soundtrack, and so much of this old Disney is that way. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, and so here's the thing: because we're kind of on it as like the character or anything, like the emotion behind it. A lot of people put the movie of Bambi as the start of Disney's I'm not going to have moms in my movies because my mom just died. And while Mm. chronologically that is kind of true, his mom died in 1938. Um, This movie came out four years later. It was in production for two years. So even 1940, like it was in production when Fantasia and Pinocchio released. This book was written in 1923 by a hunter. I want that to be known. I want that to be emphatically known that this book was written by a hunter. But Bambi's mom dies in the book. So while it lines up, I think the only thing that it lines up is because this is what Walt told Walt decided should be the next story to tell. And then all the movies that follow after, we don't see Alice with a mom. We don't see... No, actually, that's not true. Because Peter Pan, they have a mom, and she's very loving and caring. And They have a mom in Peter Pan. Yeah. But there's no mom in Cinderella. There's no mom in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. There's no... And so what we're saying is that Walt's mom died, right, yeah. is the thing. And that this is kind of the, the impetus for a lot of what we see in this in Disney, but mm. not necessarily here because it was in the, it is in the book. This was already in production. Yeah. I mean, this just kind of started that whole thing. And then what's interesting about it too, is as we get into like the Renaissance, if memory serves, I think every Renaissance film has a mom, except for like beauty and the beast. 
Aladdin. Aladdin. And the actually, Little Mermaid. I'm oh. looking at the timeline. I'm not just pulling Damn. this out of okay. my ass. So, I'm actually no, looking like, at the Renaissance. Shit, I'm like, I, I, I've, referred to, I've referred to the timeline. And from the start of the Renaissance, we've got Little Mermaid, No Mom, Beauty and the Beast, No Mom, Aladdin, No Mom, Lion King, Mom, Pocahontas, No Mom. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a mom, yeah. Been, I don't know. Mulan has a mom. So Mom's we've got two movies, and then we move into, like, the the rough, like, really yeah. difficult end of the Renaissance. But So it actually, like, most of them don't. And I don't know why Disney decided... Because remember, this is long after Walt's death. Oh, I yeah. mean, like, it's... But a lot of... A lot of these guys don't have parents, but I think... I think that you can chalk that up as much to Walt's experience as you can to just like how much easier that makes it to write a young protagonist, especially in a coming of age or romance story, because you just, you just got to get rid of them. It's the same mm-hmm. reason that Harry Potter doesn't have parents. What's he going to do if James and Lily are there to like hook it up for him and help him? He needs oh, to yeah. have nobody to help him. Same with Matilda, same with all of it. I mean, even mm-hmm. Gandalf has to die, right? Also guys, spoilers for literally everything in this podcast. Oh Let's yeah. Just, I'm not even, I'm not here to pander to your guys' sensibilities of not watching a movie that's fucking 80 years old. Yeah, okay. But if you don't know that she dies, it, get though. over it. <laughs> no, not even her mom. No, no, to I everything, know, but like, though, everything to like in life. everybody yeah. that's dead to, to all of the movies. But yeah, but yeah Dumbledore like dies even... on page 626. Fuck out of here. Jesus, all right? How <laughs> do you know that? <laughs> because it was a billboard on the highway. It just gave me anxiety. I'm like, don't say shit like that in public. <laughs> Dude, it does, man. Like, what if someone hears you? <laughs> I know, even right? I just said spoilers for everything. Darth like, Vader is Luke's father. Oh my like, god, you threw out the page number on Dumbledore's death. I, That's dude. like the only one that I might not even have said after saying spoilers for everything because of that fucking billboard. People are so mean. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> killing off your your parental figures, Dumbledore and Gandalf included only serves to keep your protagonist moving forward. So I think that it can be chalked up to that as much as it can anything to do with Walt, even though that is definitely kind of in the um, the mythology around this movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The, the whole thing with Bambi's mom dying. And yeah. so, so we get little April showers. It turns into a little April hurricane because storms are terrifying in yep. early Disney. Um, and then... Then this movie mo- moves on. We go into the meadow. The I meadow. really thought that's where she died. To the meadow. And I was like, no, turn around. Just, yeah. I don't want to go to the meadow. We don't need to go to the meadow. And it's, <laughs> it is the thing that it is. She actually dies a lot later than I thought. Like, I they know. Make it, yeah. Like, I thought it was like 20 minutes into the movie. I thought it was in this first trip to the meadow, but it turns out this first trip to the meadow is actually just where we meet Nala. Um, and by Nala, I mean Feline. fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, dear Nala, dear Nala, because we are watching the Lion King, folks. To be clear, it really, the is. Lion King is as much Bambi as it is Hamlet. It may be well, more yeah. Bambi. <laughs> there might be more Bambi in it, but so so Feline is Bambi's, you know, one one day to be lover. But right now they're just baby deer. She looks remarkably like Nala. Um, they meet, and they also get some information on the Great Prince of the Forest, right? Who is Bambi's father, and that's not revealed to us until after his mom dies. But here we kind of see him, and Bambi's like watching him be all majestic and great, yeah. and and everybody. Well, then like it shows he's important. Like it, they all respect him. They all stop and stare at him and stuff. Um, and it is like this. 
It's probably it, honestly, if I had to say I had a favorite scene in this movie, it's probably that scene. Yeah. Because he commands so much attention literally just by being. Mm-hmm. Like he just, just he just there. is. And they're like, holy shit. And they explicitly say, like, Bambi's mom tells him, like, that's the great prince of the forest. They, she doesn't tell him that that's his dad, yeah. which in the books, that's in, in the book. Um, that's when she tells she him tells that him, in the yeah. meadow. Yeah, like, he's, like, aware of that. But in the movie, she doesn't tell him that. But she does tell him that he is the great prince because he has lived for so long he's yeah. like respected because he's managed to live this long and i'm like if that's not ominous i don't know what the oh, fuck I know. is like yeah. this is i'm like where so this is when i start to wonder like are we in a game reserve like where does bambi take place because why why well, why see, is that, why are they all dead that's the thing like no other elk in the in the entire forest look like him so my thought is it has to be just an open area. It can't be like a preserve. Otherwise, someone would have gotten him by now. Right. You can't elude them for that long. Like that just you can't. He can't do that. Well, how old is he even supposed to be? I don't know. You know? I like, really have no like idea because age is I, fucking nothing in this movie. Because, yeah, age means nothing in Bambi. It's So he he's a badass and he does show up and like man shows up at this point right even though man never actually yeah, he, um, our screen he just goes up to the hill when after he walks through the meadow he goes up the hill and his supersonic hearing is <laughs> like oh fuck bipedals and so he comes flying back down again not saying a word he just stamps yeah. his deer clogs and he's like, <laughs> and they all look at him like, oh shit, it's going down. It's time to go. They like, they book it. Like they're gone. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're out of there. Yeah. And I think at this point, it's important to mention this book, excuse me, this movie, well, the book does too, but this movie does a just, all it does is paint mankind in a horrendous and irresponsible light. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing about it is we never see man ever in the movie. We don't even see, like, a gun. We don't see, like, footprints or, like, boots or clothes. We don't see any of that. But man is number 20 on AFI's top 100 greatest heroes and villains of all cinema. Where is it on that list? Like, where does it sit? Number 20. Number it's 20? number 20. He is in the top 20. No, or of sorry, greatest... number 20 in the out of what? 100. Like what it, out of out 100. 100. Okay. Are you feeling okay? I just said 100. I'm kind of like, wait, I'm trying to follow that correctly. <laughs> okay. I'm like, there were a lot of numbers there. Hang so there on. were 80 people so before him. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. That's ridiculous. I know. It's, it's just, it's insane to me because as like, I am someone who loves the villain in almost every movie because the villain always has a better story. They always have a reason for something. They always have, like, this terrible thing that happened to them, and this is why they do what they do. Until you get to, like, beautiful villains like Maleficent, who is just pissed she didn't get invited to a party. And I'm like, bro, I feel that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or Man, who is literally just doing something that mankind has done for all time. 
Well, and it's written by a hunter, like you said, which exactly. is the, the totally weird thing, right? Of like, is it because what's the message? And I don't, I don't know, but man is depicted really poorly. Like, I don't yeah. think that's supposed to be the message of this movie, but he's, it's definitely a bad look because there's a lot of irresponsible shit to come. And, but you're right. We never, we never see them. We just hear the gunshot. Oh, and yeah. then everybody bails. Everyone's gone. You hear but the one gunshot. But mom doesn't die yet. In. Yeah, it's, no, we still have, uh, we still have the awesome snow scene, which I want to kind of talk about for like a split second because in the previous episodes, I bring it up a lot. Like I have a problem with the way that Disney draws water. Yeah. And yeah. In the early, in the golden age, um, and it's on display emphatically in Fantasia. Because the water in Sorcerer's Apprentice is amazing. It's perfect. It looks great. And then we get to uh, the Rite of Spring, which is the dinosaur scene. Um, and I couldn't tell if it was water or wind half the time. But then we get into Bambi. The rain looks amazing. The water mm-hmm. in the river looks incredible. The waterfall looks so great. Um this is another instance of, of uh, layered imagery. So you have like these glass plates of perfectly painted uh, cartoon backgrounds. And then there's like a lake animated in the background. And it just it Bambi, I think, is where they really kind of figured it out. Yeah. And that's where everything kind of like came together. They were like, OK, this is actually what water. I think they kind of like went to the beach for the first time and were like, oh, that's what water looks like when it hits rocks. Not this like weird. They went to the beach for the first time. Yeah. They did. They did put it together and it looked great in the little April hurricane. They, and there was a lot of yeah. it. And I think they're figuring that out really well. And the snow is gorgeous. It's when well, that's it. Yeah. The snow just looks. And it's it's another one of these like they have a lot of this. uh like the matte paintings in the back when they're doing the multi-layer camera, like half of this animation is really cute and cuddly and mm-hmm. half of it is like a watercolor in the background that that I want to point out, they do kind of maintain that style in Bambi too and it got extra points for that. Um, I know. And I thought it looked really good in this movie and I thought the water looked good and they did a great job of having these backgrounds that kind of like fade away into like infinitum right like they just they could go forever oh yeah and and it it's like i don't know but it's but it's obviously hand-drawn like it doesn't look super real but it looks beautiful the forests all look great and the water looks great Mm -hmm. i agree i i agree there is some like when we first get into the movie it's weird when the plates are moving like you know we're moving through like the paint you can see some smudging Mm mm-hmm I'm going to let it pass for that because, again, this is just an animated nature documentary, basically. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're, now we're in the snow, right? Bambi wakes up. Thumper this is the comes part of out. the movie I want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. The snow looks awesome. Well, no, actually, snow doesn't actually start falling, like heavily falling, until Bambi's mom gets shot. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, it's just a little bit here and there or whatever, but it's mostly clear because we have to show Thumper uh, teaching him how to ice skate and stuff. And it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I hate it's it. Not. Fuck off. <laughs> it's the worst. Dude, when I see a rabbit do that shit in real life, I'm for it, but not until then. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I will say I that... I love the watch, first act of this movie. I watching Bambi like walk on the ice was a, was a treat for me. 
He's so cute. No, he's, he's well, not. You wanted I was him like, to fall good. and break Sit his the fuck little down. deer leg. Break your yeah. neck. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he is he is boring. He's a toddler. He's he's doing what he can. But well, and yeah, we're gonna get into that in a minute here with. How well, so time yeah, works. so here this is this is where I think we're at. I think we're at this point. I think we're ready to yeah. dig into the meat of this movie, which is it's missing second half. Oh yeah, and so what Bambi does is like we do this thing in the meadow and then it seems like it's going to be fine and it's winter and we learn to skate and whatever, whatever. And then she gets shot Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful scene and it's a sad scene. And the Prince of the forest comes up and he's like, all right, I'm taking you now. Come with me, my son, which is how Bambi finds out. out. That's actually how we all find out. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the audience is told as well. Fun fact for you guys, and I didn't know this when we first when we recorded this the first time. Lindsay actually told me there was a legitimate scene, as far as I can tell, and like have looked it up. There was actually a scene drawn of Bambi laying down with his shot mother's body. I I swear it's like a deep fake. I don't know if it was done as a a scene. It's so good. If this wasn't really part of the movie, like holy shit. I don't think it's a cut. I didn't see anything that says it's a cut scene. It's like a misnomer. Like the image exists and it's crisp and it looks good, but I don't know. We'd have to Google that one. I'm not sure whether it's a cut scene or a deep fake or just something somebody drew. But like the images that you've seen of of like Bambi with his dead mom are not in this movie that does not happen we do get another body later on that we're going to talk about because holy shit but and that one is way worse but uh but we never we never actually see her her dead body we just hear the shots and then Bambi's in the thicket and he's alone and then the great prince shows up but we go from this moment where Bambi like reluctantly is taken with the prince and taken away and it cuts immediately to spring. to spring, like years later, which I will I will explain, Scott, is confirmed. I now can explain this. It is years later? Yeah, dude, I okay, have all the answers God. now. I have Thank every you. answer. So God. this movie lacks a second act. We get all of this great stuff in the beginning that I love, and then we get move into this third act where they partner off, and they're adults, and they battle, and there's fire, and the movie ends. And that's the big third act. And we are missing the second act of this movie where Bambi grieves, where Bambi grows up with the Great Prince of the Forest, where Bambi has a training montage to take out like 10 hunting dogs later in the movie during the big fight. Like Bambi has a lot of character growth to go through and and also like to learn how to be responsible Prince of the Forest and like what that means. Like he comes back hella mature. Like if we're going, if you didn't know that Bambi 2 existed, this is literally the the lineality of the fucking movie <laughs> literally disney's like nah fam his mom's dead let's move right the fuck along but then like years later yep. they're like oh no nah, you wanted something to happen cool here's bambi too bam yeah yeah oh you guys were curious about that 64 years later yeah. before we get bambi 2 and in bambi 2 i am pleased to be able to report having now watched bambi 2 because we were we were so pissed about this you know and and i did it for you so you don't have to i I did it willingly after we recorded this the first time because we left it (laughs) with so many questions i was like they it has to be answered in bambi 2 because we were aware that it was like a lion king one and a half type thing which just again for the record this like the lion king is bambi yeah um I, and when we realized that it was like a thing that takes place during this missing second half and we had all these questions about how does Bambi know 
what it like what's the what's the like hierarchy and how do you inherit being prince of the forest and does he grieve his mother and mm. what does this relationship look like with the great prince and all this stuff and I was like it has to be in Bambi too. Like, we were joking like, about it too. We were like, dude, it'd be sick if there was a montage or if it showed how he fights the or learns to fight the dogs. All of that stuff. And then I literally got a text the next day that was like, holy shit, you're not going to believe this. All of yeah. that shit gets explained. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Are you serious? That's hilarious. All of it happens in Bambi too. Like, it's incredible. So all the, I'm just going to pretend like this is still part of Bambi. Here's, here's what go. goes down. Here's the answers that we learn in that. And I, for full disclosure, took no notes. So I'm not like, we're just going to like, so I'm just going to pull this out of my ass and see what I remember from Bambi too from last week. But, uh, so, so we do like, he goes off with the great prince and he finds out that he's his dad and Bambi's like bumming super hard over his mom. And the whole tale is this like, like story of grief and mm. how people deal with grief differently and like Bambi's Bambi about it right he's like he's like mother's sleeping now too isn't she like mother's resting like they've crossed some other animal taking a nap and he's like that's what mom's doing and the great prince is like oh sweet Jesus and, and it's <laughs> like he, it's, it's kind of fucked up Jesus and like, Christ this kid's an idiot yeah <laughs> they, well and this is like he's, Bambi's trying to like process and talk about it because he's like you know this like really emotional kid and the great prince is like like, princes don't talk about that. Like princes don't get sad. Princes don't think about the past Damn, is what he okay. tells him. Yeah, it's like super harsh. And he's like, you can tell that the great prince really loved Bambi's mom and he's bumming super hard and he does not want to talk about it. And he also talks to himself a lot and and to uh, Oscar the Owl. Oh the my fucking God. Grouch Owl, right? Yeah, Grouch Which, Owl, <laughs> Disney's fucking like penultimate owl hatred movie. Like, yeah, Disney owls are always grumpy because everybody's awake during the day, yeah. and it's like this starts that trope. <laughs> and so, so Grouchy the owl is also in Bambi too, and he's like working with the Great Prince and talking about it, and the Great Prince is like he applies these rules that he gives to Bambi about like a prince does this or doesn't do this he also applies to himself and mm -hmm. he's really hard on himself arguably I think Bambi 2 is a better movie and it kind of so, sounds like it I hate that I'm God, like honest to it's like not dude, bad so honestly, he's like <laughs> my interest in this movie is a bucket with a hole in the bottom and the movie is just the water flowing right through right yeah. and right now i feel like you're patching up the fucking bottom of this bucket with this bambi 2 bullshit and i kind of i low-key like very slowly my interest is filling this bucket up honest to god it was like a, one of the better disney sequels i feel god like, like it's damn it on the scale of disney sequels right so we're okay. already talking about bad but like on that level like it was hey, honestly whoa, whoa. Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves. I was just going to say, Jafar, I was just going to say, Return of Jafar, it's, you know, accepting. No. Aladdin Prince of Thieves also Thieves was, was King of Thieves. Is Aladdin and the King of Thieves. And he yeah. literally, it's first of all, they spent all of their budget on rehiring Robin Williams. I know they did. I can't wait to talk about that when we get God, to Aladdin. I'm so excited. That, but no, but that actually, that's a good one. I would say this is not as good as that, but okay. it's, it's, you know, it's in like Little Mermaid 2 territory. Like it's okay. fine. It's not, you know, it's, it's not going to change my life. It's not Dumbo 2, which I will correct our prior oh, recording shit. by saying, turns out fucking, I can't believe this. It turns out Dumbo 2 was never made. Oh my God. It's a scrapped Disney film. Dumbo actually doesn't have a sequel, which we said 
prior that it did, and it does not. Um, Dumbo Act- two was canceled. So I feel like I feel like we said Snow White and Dumbo were the only ones that didn't have sequels. We said Snow White and Pinocchio, and then oh, Dumbo did. Oh shit! Turns out Snow White, Pinocchio, and Dumbo do not, which means three out wow. of the five Golden Age films do not, which makes us kind of wrong. So I just wanted to go ahead and correct yeah. us on that. The majority of these Golden Age films do not have sequels. Bambi and Fantasia are the only exceptions, which really means like, I mean, and Fantasia is Fantasia 2000. Well, so yeah. honestly, this is kind of the only sequel out of the Golden Age. And thank God for it, because as I say, it really is explaining a lot here. So... So Prince of the Forest is like, he's like, he's like, princes don't raise fawns. He's like, I can't keep Bambi. And there's like this whole subplot where he asks Angry Owl, Oscar the Owl, to uh, like to find a doe to take care of Bambi so he can like give him away. So that's like the setup for this movie is that he's like, princes don't raise fonts. He's like applying all these same rules to himself and Mm -hmm. Bambi. And it's really restrictive. And it's like Bambi wants to snuggle and he doesn't want to snuggle. And Bambi wants to play and he doesn't want to play. And then like he like is scared or freezes and the great prince is pissed at him. And so he's with Thumper and Flower who are in this movie along with all of Thumper's sisters, which are the worst part of this movie. And, um, they have like a whole training montage where they're like yo we need to get hardcore because I don't want Great Prince of the Forest to feel like I'm a wuss like I need to be like a big tough deer for him yeah. and he doesn't want me to go on patrol with him anymore because I like froze out in the field so I need to get better and they mm. have a whole thing where it's like Prince of the Forest is like I couldn't jump that far until I had antlers and I'm like and we had a whole thing the first time we recorded oh this of, like how Superman Bambi him. yeah Superman Bambi who jumped like ridiculously far across the sprock in the in the third act and they explain it he's like great prince is like wicked impressed by bambi and so they train to jump farther like specifically he works on this and there's a whole training montage with thumper is fucking crazy somebody knew that they missed the second act of this like they found like the archived second half that didn't get made by accident like you know what it seems like it kind of seems like someone listened to our episode and was like and grabbed the time pad and was like, "I'm gonna, we're gonna, we gotta go back." The TVA was like, shit. "We have to fix that, this dude, timeline." Dude, and that's that's the that's how we pruned. That's how they pruned the time. I'm gonna die after this episode. Like I'm gonna be pruned after this because I figured it's that shit out. How we ended up losing the original recording. Yeah, that's how they we knew lost. We had the, to get rid yep. of it so that we would watch Bambi two and then do this again with the inf- the correct information. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm telling you, this it's it was. There was even a scene where Bambi watches the Great Prince fight off dogs, and he learns how to do this. And the movie ends with Bambi successfully knocking a dog off of a cliff to save himself when it looks like the Great Prince can't get there in time. Like, it explains all of this. It also explains where the fuck Bambi was because that was a big question for us was like uh, in the in the original movie, it's like his mom dies in the next minute. He's like a full grown fucking deer. Yeah, and it's like how long and the and Thumper and and Flower are like where have you been, like we haven't seen you. Do you remember me? And at first I thought it it was going to be because Bambi goes off with this other doe, which turns out to be like a really difficult like crux of the movie where yeah. he like becomes 
best buddies with the great prince and they like work their shit out and they're like a great team and they're like snuggling they talk about his mom they're like grieving together like it's getting better for them and this other doe shows up with with oscar the owl and bambi's like you were gonna give me away and like it's fucking so sad and so this movie is better than the original i swear to god so like um i thought it was gonna be that but it turns out no he does stay with the great prince and they end the movie with thumper and and flower and everybody being like man we never see bambi anymore and they're like isn't that a good thing though like that's great like bambi's like living his best life and learning how to be a great prince and they kind of explain like he is around it's just that he's been in probably another part of the forest because the great prince is always running around to different places like the forest i think is big so yeah i mean it's gotta be he taught her his mom talks about how they'll see other deer like them eventually i mean they do like on the meadow and shit yeah but like when they try to find the doe to raise bambi oscar the owl's like i'm gonna have to go really far to find her like that's part of why he asks oscar the owl because i think he can travel farther faster and it's like there's no doe around here you'll have to go which is which is canon like when you look at that scene in the first one it's all bucks there's no other doe in the except for bambi's mom mom and feline's mom Yeah. yeah which i guess they didn't go for that because it would have made for like kind of a weird like Barry Allen Iris West yeah. on the CW situation where they didn't really need to be siblings and then hook up later. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to comment on my thoughts That's on the flash. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. I'll force it back into conversation again soon. I'm sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I have no doubt. I, don't worry. Don't worry, everybody. The flash will be back. Um, but, Fastest uh, podcast alive. God help me. Um, so. Well, okay, so oh, then that so, makes sense, like, why the next time we see him in the movie, he's, like, shedding uh, his antlers on the tree that Oscar mm-hmm. the Owl is in. By the yeah, way, guys, his name up. is not actually Oscar the Owl. His name is Friend Owl. Yes, But he is. acts like a goddamn grouch, so yeah. I refuse to call him Friend Owl because he's not a friend. He's not. He's such an asshole. He's a friend to the great prince of the forest, though, yeah. I will say. Like, he does, like... I don't know, man. I I think I really liked Bambi too. I'm I'm ashamed to say it, but I I think I genuinely liked that movie. Like it it ans- it it did a lot for me. It really helped me get to understanding like how we get to the third act of this movie, and it was it it made Bambi better, which I do not know that you can say about any other Disney sequel. Yeah. So take that for what you will. I'm I'm not <laughs> taking it at all. I actually just dropped it. I'm not. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to spend any more goddamn time on this movie. Like I, I don't think you should. It just, you know what it is, dude. It's honestly, it's it, there are still just so many unanswered questions, and I still think my biggest unanswered question is, uh, one, how did Bambi get back up after he got shot doing his Superman leap over the the g- gap? And two, or actually 1B, where did he get shot? Because if you watch, when the gunshot goes off, he just, like, spreads eagle. Like, he just spreads out. He looks like one of those fucking plastic deer on the front of your house at Christmas time. And then he just lands in a heap, and the prince is like, get up! And And Bambi's like, oh, that'll do the trick. And he gets up. And now he's not wounded. I mean, obviously, he struggles to get up for, like, 12 seconds and then literally these the ineptitude of man rears its ugly head again and these very seasoned hunters 
who I want to call attention to one thing that really kind of bothers me. The, the most horrific part of this movie, visually, is when man returns to the forest. And you we see three pheasants in the meadow, and they're hiding in the tall grass, right? Mm-hmm. Two of them are like, let's just chill. We're good. They can't see us. But their third friend... Um, uh, like jittery Gina is like <laughs> she's like I can hear him coming like holy shit uh, we gotta get out of here and they're like no seriously like just chill the fuck out like we're good and she's like I can't stay here another literally verbatim her line is I can't stand it another minute and yeah. books it through the grass we see a silhouette of her fly up into the air I don't know why I'm making hand motions by the way like any of you can see me but, <laughs> so it was a really impactful moment. Like, this was the fucked up death in dude, Bambi. It was. You hear the gun go off, and then it's just like, it's like three seconds of nothing. Yeah. And then pff, her dead body just lands right in front of her friends. And they all scatter in panic. And then that was, so that part was horrific for me. I was just like, that's so unnecessary. And yeah, like, that was what? the most like, intense. Like the the misnomer of Bambi's mom's death being like really horrible. It's oh, like yeah. you don't even know. Like this pheasant is not okay, and it was very Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. It was like you really felt the panic. Like that was probably one of the better moments in the movie in terms yeah, of like being able to connect with it or like having it stick with you. Because yeah. that that stuck with me. Well, see, all and of then this. It, or, it go ahead. Sticks with you, and then we get into this like realm of nonsense. I'm not a hunter. I need that to be clear. I've never hunted a day in my life. I used to fish when I was a kid. It's told that's just hunting with water. Um, but they, I know enough to know that a, you don't use fucking birdshot and buckshot on chipmunks. On um, yeah, to kill a squirrel. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand this. The fucking shot would just the the chipmunk would explode because when we see them like running for cover and like jumping in the hole and shit where mm-hmm. the area gets shot is as big as the chipmunk's body was like why are you even shooting the chipmunk at that point these hunters are sadistic i think I mean, is really what it comes down to and again yeah. we don't know how they die or if they die but i'm assuming they die in the wildfire that they caused because again we're supposed to believe that these guys are seasoned hunters, right? They've been coming back. The prince knows who they are. Um, and yet they don't build a fucking rock ring around their fireplace. I mean, and it's it doesn't even really show how the fire starts. It just sort of does. It's like they're it's just hunting already started. and then yeah. all of a sudden Pride Rock is on fire. And it's like, how did that <laughs> even happen? And it's just like not explained. No. And uh, I mean, the Lion King explains that shit. Like it's struck and, by and lightning and a piece of wood it, falls and yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it could, and I know that all of us can see that in our mind's eye right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I mean, that, that could be what happened here. We don't know. Like it, it, it wasn't it was man but you know it could have been lightning but it's it comes out of nowhere like it's 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 like it's for dramatic effect coming with the hunters i don't know but it's we kind of skipped the uh 
the thirsty part of this though. That oh my led god! To that. Yeah, I'm I like, can't then we're we going to get. So oh, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. This is actually my favorite part to make fun it's, of. It's because Scott's fucking so pissed about the hunting situation, dude. And I the am. Fire. Like, I just it just it. See, I'm just. I feel I'm like mad. that pisses you off the most of everything in this movie. It it's really that. does because I'm just like, bro, you're wasting ammo, and this thing is the size of my fucking fist. Like, why? Well, but it's like I feel like yeah, all of that was terrible. But like my my note on that was, who the fuck is like, oh look, a mother deer, oh, and I know. a newborn yeah. fawn. Let's kill her. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? I don't think that's how you ensure that your like game population is is under control right yeah. like you don't kill new mothers like that's a thing right like because the baby will die and then now you don't have a buck to try and get in 10 years or whatever so i just i don't know that that makes any fucking sense either so i agree with you on this with the hunters but mm-hmm. but i do want to back up just briefly to yes please to where bambi we has returned back. we are now back in bambi one we have following bambi, bambi two. two yeah Bambi has returned to fuck, which is the answer yeah. of what's going on, because he's been around. I also think maybe this is the answer of, like, that's why the great, like, maybe the great prince also isn't always around, but he was around to fuck and to see yeah. Bambi born, right? Like, I think that is where this makes sense, of, like, mm-hmm. where did he go? He went where all the princes go, and then he came back to fuck. And... Yep. And they all do. And uh, Oscar the Owl tells us that it's that it's called being Twitterpated, which I also want to point out. Scott asked in the first recording, how have they never heard of this before, before now, before their first sort of like yeah. season, right, where they're going to be able to procreate? Have they never heard of being Twitterpated, which is what the owl calls being horny? Mm-hmm. And the answer is they ask friend owl that in bambi 2 and he says i'll tell you when you're older god so damn no it. shit they answer every single question in bambi yeah. 2 <laughs> oh man i i'm a like, little disappointed in myself that we didn't watch this now like, i mean who's we you still can i pick didn't you. yeah that's true i, I think it might man. curse us if you go watch bambi 2 now we might lose this recording and have to i know do it again. yeah i'm not i'm telling you right now guys i'm not i'm not returning to this movie it's, it's all right i'm gonna tell you all the things that you wanted to know from it that are there Thank and, you. And, and that was one of them i was like hey we asked that so yep. so that's the thing that happens he's like i'll tell you when you're older and now they're like what's twitter painted and he's like it's when you can't walk six feet without stumbling into a lady friend and disappearing and it's it's very like uh kept expecting timon and pumbaa to pop out at any second singing about how much it sucks when your friends get a girlfriend yeah Yeah, like because they're walking like single file through the forest they're all like like teenage boys they're like nah that's not gonna happen to me i'm not gonna ditch my friends for a girl like bros before hose and then one at a time flower is out like instantly well, Flower was never really part of this crew. Flower's yeah, been true. pacifying the Prince of the Forest from the beginning. True story. <laughs> so Flower's done, and then soon after Thumper's gone, and then Bambi meets Nala. And again, right, they reintroduce themselves oh, yeah. to one another. Okay, so... She's in, she's in Bambi, too. She is? Okay, cool. That was yeah. my other question, because I had said something about another scene that's coming up. So, like, the Twitter-pated thing, like, happens. It's, like, five minutes of them just, like, wandering through you know fuck central and then Mm -hmm. they they're just walking and then this other buck rano who i learned his name only because i look i had to get info for this when i was taking notes um comes out of nowhere doesn't say a word but tries to take finala away it's (laughs) he tries to take finala away from (laughs) Super Mambi 
and he's like, nah, dude, this, we're not, I'm not about that life. Lay off yeah, my chair. So... And this is where I get pissed again. But before I get into that, is who is Rano? I'm I'm very happy, Scott, to be able to give you that answer. <laughs> I, as all the other questions to Bambi, I hold the answers. I know. So uh, so Rano Rano is a slightly older deer. Mm. He had little antlers when Bambi did not. He isn't he is in Bambi too. He's a slightly older deer with like. It, they actually they actually do a really terrible job of explaining like why he doesn't like Bambi. He just sort of is there to be an antagonist to yeah. Bambi and like kind of tell Bambi that he's a wuss. Like that's kind of because that's Bambi's whole whole thing, right? Is like I want to be brave for my dad. I want to see him see me be brave. I want to yeah. like be able to handle myself in the field. And Rano kind of serves to like remind Bambi that he's like not ready for that in the beginning of the movie. So he's kind of his rival then, mm-hmm. but it's a weak. It's it's weak. It's not great. But he is just another deer who always try to kind of one up Bambi, including with with Feline in the in Bambi two. So they do have this like sort of history. Like it's believable okay. to me after seeing Bambi two that Rano would show up in Bambi one and just be like, "Fuck you, yeah. we're gonna throw down. I'm <laughs> yeah. coming for Feline." Like a hundred percent, that was believable to me after seeing Bambi two. <laughs> okay, because now now that I have these answers. This still does not explain my biggest problem with this part of the movie. They look identical. (laughs) They look exactly the fucking same. So when they're fighting, I literally have no idea who I'm supposed to be cheering for. If I were cheering for anybody, which I'm not. But... They're lit. I don't know who actually won. I don't even know if that's the real Bambi. Maybe Bambi was like, damn, I just got cucked so hard. And then I'm going to walk away from this shit. And then Rano's like, yeah, I'm the- no, you know what? We know it's not because Feline calls out to him when the fire starts. Damn it. I just answered my own question. Feline Fuck, calls him Bambi. So yeah, but I yeah. mean, if Bambi were to, like, he could have yeah, killed if he Bambi. Stepped in, he could have been over. like, yeah, I'm totally Bambi. <laughs> I think I think Feline would have known. I think she's I yeah. think that now that now that I've seen Bambi, too, I think, I think Feline would have known. <laughs> but I I also think what makes it like triply confusing is that like, yeah, they they look pretty identical and we have had like three and a half minutes of screen time with Bambi at looking like this. Oh, like, I know. Remember, yeah. he's an adult deer now. This isn't little Bambi that you have the stuffed animal of. Like, this is like some stranger, right? So it's really hard to tell. And it's a dark scene. It's like, it is. and it's there's lightning and there's which also, I'm like, wasn't it raining? Like, maybe that is what happened to start the fire. Maybe that is what let Pride Rock on fire. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. It's all right. Coming. It's, po- I gotta it's do possible. It. Oh, it's yeah. possible. It's all coming together. <laughs> It's all coming together. <laughs> so funny. That actually I, would be hilarious. I don't want... God damn it. Everything that's coming up right now makes me want to go back and rewatch it so I can figure out if that's what happened. Yeah, Bambi's not that bad. No, it is. <laughs> it's bad because I have questions. Fuck. No, Bambi's... Bambi is bad because it doesn't have a second act. It's I, it really, I want yeah. a version of the multiverse where these movies exist together where Bambi's just a little bit longer because you Dude. don't need most of what's in Bambi too. But if you took uh, like... 25 to yeah. 30 minutes of it and made this a 90 minute movie like you could be in really good shape right now but uh, instead we have Bambi too so see, I don't know I think that's the thing and I understand like why they did Bambi too and it probably like, like I was joking about it but they probably were like oh shit like we really didn't tell any kind of legitimate story 
maybe we should just like fill in not the gaps, the chasm that we created <laughs> with Bambi. Fill in the Grand Canyon of yeah, questions. Fill in and the, the fucking well, legit. The book has that second act. They literally yeah. cut the second act out of the movie. Like mm-hmm. it's not. It's just the beginning and the end, and they cut out the whole middle, and it's only seventy minutes long. And I can tell you right now, we are not the first people to watch Bambi and say, where the fuck is the second half of this movie yeah. or the second act of this movie? So I do think like the fact that that they explain things like so specifically, like it's real retcon convenient, you know, it's like, oh, and this is why he's such a good jumper. And this is why he I think they even explain why he gets up when when his dad tells him to get up. I think that's also in Bambi, too. I'm not positive, but there's like a lot that gets explained there. And it's all things that we complained about. So I have a feeling that they were like, okay, maybe there's an opportunity here to answer some legit questions and like actually have like an almost halfway decent Disney sequel, which I think is pretty good going. And the, in the, the scheme of Disney sequels, yeah, I mean, that's like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Well, because like if you think about it too, all of the other all the other sequels just continue, f- like from where the original left off, right? Like Cinderella two tells like multiple stories about her life after becoming uh, I mean, the princess. Trust that I'm not going to sleep on these sequels and have already at this point watched Cinderella two and Good. Cinderella three: A Twist in Time. Okay, I, w- I will take responsibility for that shit. Twi- okay, so remind me again: A Twist in Time is the one where the stepmother gets the wand, right? Yeah, and they retcon Cinderella 2 yeah. so that it didn't happen. Like, they're their own TVA. Cinderella takes that Jesus. terrible sequel out of existence by her side. It's incredible. I can't wait to talk about that. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that's the one where they, they like, undo, they like bring it all back to yeah. the beginning and, like, try again. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Cinderella. And, like, but with with the stepmothers having the foresight, right? And, and Cinderella not. Like, she doesn't. Yeah. Or... I, it does not matter. We're gonna we're gonna get to yeah, that later. We'll get I'm like, let me not. I'm, but I am gonna take responsibility for terrible Disney sequels. Going like, I'm not gonna sleep on this anymore. Bambi two was too much of an eye opener for me. I'm like, okay. I know. Yeah. And, I, and also, Cinderella three did answer questions I had about Cinderella. So I'm gonna continue watching these. God damn it. I know. <laughs> but uh, oh, see that irritates me because fucking <laughs> oh. Aladdin and the King of Thieves answers questions from Aladdin. Like, yeah, why is he a street like, rat? Why is he on his own? This like, might be a theme. God dang it. Well, I look I look forward to answering all of those questions via sequel as we yeah. go forward. Um, cause, Me too. Because I've never really... I mean, I've seen a lot of these sequels, but I hadn't seen Bambi 2. Like, I hadn't seen Cinderella 3, I don't think. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, there's some of these that I haven't that I don't really know what's going on and I would like to find out because I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be enlightening. <laughs> so trust that I will be providing that background on all of these from now on because yeah. th- this was a lot in Bambi. Okay, good. I'm, um, I'm going to take a break from watching the sequels and I'm going to stick. You don't to need my... to be responsible for that. I got Thank this you. bullshit. They're all on Disney Plus, guys. It's all right there at our fingertips to get into this It's bullshit. all at your fingers. It's all right here. All three Cinderella movies are oh available God. on Disney Plus. Dude. Um, but, anyway, but I mean, so here I we think are. that's pretty much like kind of coming to the end of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And this long, short, this, yeah, long and short movie. Um, the only other thing that I kind of had on this was like a quick dead Disney parent check, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah. But, but since we're getting into it now, and since this is like the OG Disney parent death, mm hmm. 
Snow White was an orphan. That's explicit. Yes. Pinocchio's made of wood. Um, Geppetto is a notorious bachelor. However, he did survive the movie. True, and he's woke as fuck. But like, yeah, exactly. He's he's a Geppetto, terrible parent. Yeah. Yeah. He counts as a living parent. I he think. does. I think yeah, Geppetto counts as a living parent. Yeah. yeah. So we've got one dead, one alive. Dumbo's mom does live in the end of Dumbo. Um, which thank God I didn't yeah. have to watch Dumbo to be certain. Remember of. that? Yeah. Yeah. So she does live. So that's two to one. Fantasia doesn't have any specifically dead parents that I'm aware of. Um, There's no story. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna skip that. They one. don't yeah. count. Yeah. And and Bambi suffers horribly. So mm-hmm. basically we're like three and two. Yeah. Kind of fifty fifty if we take Fantasia out of it. So at this point, like dead Disney parents isn't really a thing. Despite the fact that this is the big one um, that people remember as being Mm -hmm. like the big, horrible Disney parent death. And again, we don't even see her body. It's really not. What's horrific is Bambi standing in the snow alone afterwards and the terrifying adult deer that we don't know is like, come and live with me now. And then we never find out what happens because we have to wait for Bambi too. So that's why that sticks with people. But, But that's where we're at with Disney parent deaths. And honestly, that trope isn't going to come back too hard for a little while. Like we're going to have Cinderella, but, and, but after that jungle book before anybody doesn't have parents and that's 67. And then after Mm -hmm. that, we're looking all the way down to like, I mean, well, no, because then Little you get, Mermaid. yeah, you get little mermaid, but then you have the black cauldron. Okay. True. Um, but we're going to get into, we're going to get into a lot, uh, I need this to be said right now. We are not only just going to be discussing Disney movies. I know I should have said that like a long time ago, but um, yeah, we there are Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, uh, other movies that aren't as good as the three I just made. Don Bluth, yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park. We're We're gonna gonna talk about the dumpster fire, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be hopping around the multiverse here and going through the whole timeline and mm-hmm. stopping off in whatever genre and that we want and we're gonna hit on DC as well as Marvel mm-hmm. and we're gonna be doing all of the things. So should we wrap this up with our uh, our rating? So. Yeah, I'm gonna go first because you've kind of opened my eyes and made me change my answer. Oh shit! I know, all right? right? Like, okay. I feel it's crazy. Originally, I gave it a three out of ten, and like, look, I get it. Like, th- everybody is everybody is a fan of this movie, right? Like, it's nostalgic, it's adorable. Um, it's basically just like a sweet and cute movie that shows animals falling in love for like three seconds and talking about how much they want to fuck and like. <laughs> most of the movie yeah but (laughs) it really it holds no nostalgia for me because i just didn't care about this movie even as a kid i was about like little mermaid 101 dalmatians peter pan you know the muppets stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so originally i gave this a three out of ten but with this new knowledge from bambi 2 I'm going to give this movie a fucking 2 out of 10. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going down. And oh, I'm no. Going, I'm going Bambi. down because it just, it literally, it just shows how unnecessary and unfinished this movie was. It, the the, the yeah. whole unfulfilled plot, the, it just, it feels like they slapped a bunch of pictures together. And we're like, Nat Geo would think that's a real documentary, right? Cool. Here you go. 
And it makes, like, it makes sense why this movie didn't... Oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking Fantasia. I was going to say it didn't like, make a lot of money, but I don't think it did, but... Uh, this movie was the top grosser of its year, but I don't know whether it made a profit. I don't think I don't think Disney really made much of a profit again until Cinderella. I could be wrong. I'll, no, I'll look I actually, that up I actually think that's right because after this we move into like the World War II shorts. They uh, were not making money. Yeah, they weren't making money on those. Lost that money at the box office. Well, says, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but here here's the thing that makes it tough. Like it looks, it, it lost money at the box office on its original release, but sometimes the numbers on these movies are hard to find because they get re-released in theaters over the decades and so their ultimate box office is like huge so on a cursory glance all of these movies made their money back in their original run most of them didn't snow white did but i think that that's it until cinderella in 1950 yeah i could be wrong i'll check back in at cinderella but i'm pretty sure that's right no that adds up that tracks yeah for sure um but yeah i'm giving this a i'm giving this a two out of ten uh, would I recommend this to someone who like has a newborn or something? Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's flashy, it's got colors. Um, you know, it's not a black and white movie or whatever, but it I I feel so unfulfilled at the end of having you know, at the end of watching this. I just I don't feel like I watched the story. I don't feel like I learned anything. I don't know what the message is at the end of this. Other than man's yeah. a dick and they take responsibility for nothing again. And because this is part of this and it's Disney and I'm going to do this with every movie that has a definitive villain. I, I can't even rate the villain death in this because we don't even know what happens to them. I am inclined to believe that they die in the wildfire mm-hmm. because the last time we quote see them is they're off hunting. Right. So then the fire starts and if the fire moved that quickly to move these animals out of their homes, that means the, the hunters were in that. So I'm I'm assuming they either died of asphyxiate, like smoke-induced asphyxiation, or you know they they burned to death or they fell trying to jump the the ravine or whatever. The same way yeah. they saw Super Bambi do it. Um, <laughs> they're like, damn, I shot that doe, but or I shot that bug, but you see that shit? We gotta get up there. <laughs> yeah, he's. and i just like it i don't know man like it's just yeah i can't i cannot in good conscience give this higher than like a a two or a three i think that's fair and i'm i'm gonna move mine down one from my initial rating as well i think having like i i don't know it's like bambi's so inoffensive to me for the most part that it's just so inoffensive in middle of the road and it's trying the message is it's trying to be a coming of age story but they forgot to write the second act yeah exactly and we're missing multiple montages and just like there's just a lot that's not included here and i think i'm i initially gave this a five out of ten i'm gonna move it down to a four out of ten because i think you're making some really fair points like we don't really like i can give it points for like trying to be a coming of age story but it isn't one um, and I I think that I'm definitely giving it a little bit of extra room for nostalgia, yeah. for little April showers, for th- the fact that I think that it looks and sounds great. Mm-hmm. Like the soundtrack to this movie is awesome. It's like the, the score is just constant as like a yeah. character. Like it's it's well done and it looks incredible. But you're right. Like the we don't even we don't even definitively know how the fire started. 
Yeah. You know, like it's the whole villain piece of this is really weak. And we don't know whether they died in their own like hubris or if they got arrested, even if they got arrested. Yeah. Like what are what's going on? Are they are they poachers? Like, are they I don't I don't know what's going on with that. And so I think you're right to take points off. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a four out of ten, which is kind of like the lowest I can bring myself to give it because like, no, that's fair. Kind of love Bambi. You said it to begin with and that's fair. I'll give it to you. Like, yeah, it's it's just one of those movies like you're either going to be it's one of those movies you were either about as a kid or you're like, yeah, I've seen it, but I don't. You know, Turns out I was about it. Yeah, it's like that scene from Sandlot where he's like, "Oh, the great Bambino." I thought you said the great Bambi, and then he's like that wimpy deer. Oh, yeah. he is a wimpy deer. But that's what. See, I you know I think most of my four out of ten is honest to God is credit Flower. to Bambi too. No, oh, it's just Bambi okay. too. Right. Like yeah, honestly, Bambi too was like. <laughs> was like not terrible like i, I don't know I, I just, like i low-key do kind of want to watch it like i do kind of want to watch it now i'm not going to but watch a youtube video i'm yeah. sure what you like yeah you could get an eye for it i did like how they kept a lot of the animation style though like you could see uh-huh. those kind of matte paintings in the background yeah. of bambi 2 like it did look like i don't know i think i'm i'm giving a lot more credit to bambi 2 than bambi to be honest yep. i really came off that on the I didn't high even watch i was like yeah. Too. yeah yeah you know what that was a good they, they it was i think it was like like i'd been waiting like 30 years to feel the catharsis of of like Bambi grieving his mother yeah. like honestly for anyone yeah. who that hit hard like if you are out there and you feel like Bambi's mom's death was really rough um, please go watch Bambi too I think it'll be a good healing experience for you like we get a lot of like really healthy coping like it's just I just recommend Bambi too I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say for, for some fucking reason like, <laughs> but that's what I came away with this with I'm not sorry I watched it Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna let you take uh, us out of here because I have nothing more to say to you. Yeah, let's wrap. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna wrap it up on Bambi. Um, but stay with us. Um, you can subscribe on Spotify. We are gonna be moving into the Silver Age really quickly. We're also gonna start doing weekly reviews of Marvel's What If when that premieres next week. So look out for that. Um, and if you guys have feedback and questions for us, you can reach us at gobehindthetimeline at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at gobehindthetimeline. So check us out there. We hope to see you. And uh, we'll see you next time for the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Stay nerdy. See you guys.